0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of No Such Thing as a Fish Presents International Fact Ball. This is the only football podcast out there on the net that makes absolutely no mention of football whatsoever. Brought to you by the QI Elves in association with VisitEngland.com. My name is Dan. I'm sitting here with James, Andy, and Anna. And it's time for our match, which is Nigeria versus Bosnia. And let's start with Nigeria. There's the whistle. Let's
1: go. (laughs) Nigeria has the twin capital of the world.
0: What? What does that mean?
1: It's a town called Igbo Ora. It's got a population of about 60,000, I think, and one in six births there are twins. One in six? One in six, six, the European average being one in a thousand. That's a pretty hefty twin rate. So So we know why? They claim it's, oh, some people claim it's because of their diet, but there's no real evidence for that, so I think it's probably genetic. Oh, yeah, they say it's yams, isn't
2: it? Nigeria is the world's largest producer of yams. Uh, also of cassava and cowpeas. Really? Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. In fact, yams are so popular in Nigeria that they have on their version of Sesame Street, uh, which is called Sesame Square, the cookie That's monster. Cool. Cookie monster has a different name and he eats yams. But they also have a character, which um, which is really nice, I think. It's a character who has HIV, Oh wow, that is yep. nice. It is nice because I mean it's obviously a problem, and and it's a character that educates children about the disease, so they're not afraid of
3: right. people who have it. You know, it's yeah, well, that's really good. Okay, I, I found this fact courtesy of Mark Mason actually, who's a friend of us. One in six black people in the world is from Nigeria. It's a massive country. Its a population is 168 million. Wow, isn't that amazing? Yes, that is amazing. Yeah, really, really massive population. That's very well, exciting. I know.
1: The brawl broke out in the Nigerian parliament last year. It was about the re election candidacy of Good Luck Jonathan and it's so great it's in their house of representatives and they just start having a big punch-up and so everyone all the politicians they're getting together and a politician tears another one's shirt people are hitting each other there's a woman who just like pokes this guy in the face repeatedly <laughs> wow. there's another politician who like picks up a chair above his head and then does that thing where he's like i think i've gone too far so he just suspends this chair above his head really awkwardly <laughs> for about five minutes wow
2: I like wwe wrestling it's
1: a- it's kind of like that <laughs>
2: that sounds amazing. He's got a really awesome name as well, hasn't he? Good I like that him. name. Yeah, yeah. an amazing name. His uh,
3: family's trade was canoe making. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. yeah. That's um, cool. He studied zoology at university, though, so he, he didn't go into the family business. Okay.
0: Uh, just speaking of nice names, I discovered, and I'd never heard of this before, but Nigeria actually have the second largest movie industry in the world. It's behind Bollywood. And so this is the name that I love, Nollywood. It's Nollywood. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And it's massive. They're really, really massive. But just to just to quickly go down the uh, the name road very quickly, an actor, a very famous Nigerian actor um, recently took a lot of stick for the fact that he named his kids both Hollywood and Nollywood. <laughs> he had to release a statement in the end because he was getting so much hassle from everyone in the media about the fact that he named yeah. his kids. He said that there was nothing wrong with giving his bundles of joy the names King Praise, Michelle, Victor, Tokuwa, Jezebo, Lyoloa, Hollywood. And Queen Grace, Michelle Victoria, Peculia, Chimera, Jessica Mera, Ompola, Nollywood. It's typical of the press to fixate
2: on the word Nollywood or Hollywood when there are other names there, like Peculia. Yeah, <laughs> there were.
0: There's like eight other names in each yeah. name to pick on, but they didn't they didn't go for it. Um Nollywood is is really interesting. Nollywood makes so much money and so many films. They make over two thousand four hundred films per year. Their budgets are only ten to fifteen grand, and the piracy levels there are such that there's 10 illegal copies to every legit copy
3: so they'll pick up within the hundreds of thousands for each movie there are some titles tear my bra brackets if you can (laughs) bum bum soup (laughs) <laughs> and Mama Insurance which I love you know, Chicken
1: the- Madness another one. Chicken
3: Madness is great Chicken What, what is Bum Bum Soup about? I have not been able to clarify so, because I don't want the search term in my Google history yeah. so basically. <laughs> I read that um,
0: Nigeria had the oldest man ever to live and I think it's incredibly dubious because the age he supposedly lived to was 160.
2: Yes, I think that might <laughs> yeah. be dubious. I, I don't think that's like, dubious. But too. his name was
0: Paaki, and Paaki lived to 160. And he realized while he was 160 that he didn't have a single photograph of himself. He decided to call a photographer and said, can you come over and take a photo of me? And while the photographer was on his way over, Pa Aki died. No. Yeah, before he oh, got his photo. Dances. And his grandkids wanted the photo to still happen, so they put him on a chair, and they had the photographer take a picture of Yeah, him. his
2: grandkids, look. who were presumably like 110 years old. Oh, yeah, yeah. good point.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm not sure about Parky's story. That's yeah. a very good point.
3: <laughs> While we're on Nigeria, we should probably talk about Nigerian nine email scams, because they're so good and creative we covered this a bit on qi basically a they're not nigerian properly the people who introduced them to nigeria were probably british scammers in 1914 the british ambassador to spain warned nigerian colonial officers about these pen and paper letter scams saying by the way there's a great fortune here do you want to get in on this if you pay me a little bit of money i'll give you all a huge sum and then we gave them the scam yeah, yeah. Oh. They took it and ran with it very enthusiastically.
0: I think the whistle's coming in soon because we're definitely nearing halftime. Uh, anyone got any last second facts I want to throw in? Yes,
3: yeah. Um, In the Nigerian Navy, there are 20 ships, all of whose names mean hippopotamus in various local languages. <laughs> oh. wow. Isn't that <laughs> cool?
0: Okay, there's the halftime whistle. That means it's time for our halftime show, brought to you by VisitEngland.com. And this comes in the form of a QI quiz. We've got three questions for you, of which the answers will be revealed at the end of our podcast. Okay, so question number one. James, what do you got? Okay, my
2: question is, in 1348, sensing weakness, the Scots invaded northern England. Why did their invasion not go according to plan? Mm.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Andy, question number two. My question is, what lined the entire south and east coast of England in the summer of 1976? Anna, third question.
1: Which English writer made the first known reference to potato chips?
0: Okay, that's good. All right, so there's the three questions. If you want to find out the answers to those, you better stay tuned to the end of our podcast and we'll reveal them there. But now it's time to get back to the match, and it's the second half, and Bosnia All right.
2: You like this, Dan? You like your national anthems? I do love it. Do you a know national... what the national anthem of Bosnia and Herzegovina is? I do not know. It is called the National Anthem of Bosnia and Herzegovina. Nice. <laughs> Fantastic.
1: Do you think that has something to do with the fact that they're so confused about their language? So they speak Serbian, Bosnian and Croatian, which are the same language. But for political reasons, it's very controversial. James has got uh, Balkan roots. Just... Most people acknowledge that if you speak one of them, you can completely understand the others. They're, that is true. They're like dialects of the same language.
2: It's virtually identical. Yeah. But you can tell one from the other. There are slightly different words, but yeah, they are. Wow. So
1: like on cigarette packets, if you look at a cigarette packet in Bosnia, you have the same, exactly the same warning, just three lines of it. Because they've got to do the three different languages. <laughs> really? Yeah.
0: Um, I've got a football fact I'm going to throw in. I know we don't no, do football. Boo. Yeah. It's the fact that the questions that come up in the press conferences when they've been going to this year's World Cup is inevitably will your players be allowed to be drinking and have sex? And a number of the coaches who get asked these questions have actually openly said, no, no sex, there's a sex ban going on. And I like the Bosnian coach's answer to this question. He has put a sex ban on. He he said, they can find another solution. They can even masturbate if they want. (laughs) And then there was a sense of, he kind of regretted saying that out loud (laughs) afterwards, because that's not a thing you say. Usually
2: the referees are wanker.
1: Yeah. (laughs) 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 Since you did mention, this is worth mentioning, I had still on football, but it's not international football. There's a goalkeeper, an amateur goalkeeper, in Bosnia and you have to bear in mind for this that a Balkan tradition is that like at big ceremonies like weddings and births uh, is to fire off guns especially in more rural areas so um, in yeah AK-47s, AK-47s. at weddings yeah. yeah like
0: what a wedding Sorry, there, was
1: an, there was an amateur football game going on on the outskirts of Sarajevo I think it was last year and the keeper Dusko Kertelica suddenly got a headache and he assumed it was because he thought he'd bashed his head into the side of the goalpost. so he played the full 90 minute match at the end of the match it became apparent that he'd been shot in the head right in the start of the match and continued to play he felt a pain in his arm had to be rushed to hospital where they found a 9mm bullet lodged in his brain
3: oh my god That's yeah, so, so
0: he would be there going I think I'm having a heart attack I've got <laughs> this numbness down my, my arm no no
3: no no don't worry it's much better in the, in, the, in the bed next door there's a guy saying I think I've been shot in the head are you sure you're having a heart attack <laughs> but this is too much football Yes, I'm, I'm pulling us over to another sport how many matadors in Bosnian bullfights are killed per year? None. That's it. The answer is none because there are no matadors in Bosnian bullfights. The fights are between bulls.
2: Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And
3: it's not one is the matador and has to go to the other bull. How do they get the bulls to fight each other? It's um, like a bull whisperer going, I can just call you an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I think there's a pitch which is a very, it's a rough area and then they, each bull are trying to chase their opponents away it's just encouraging their natural instincts to be dominant basically Ugh. are the
2: bulls allowed to have sex the night before a fight <laughs>
3: I have not <laughs> found data also none of the bulls are killed cool because they just back down when they're losing a fight badly they, so it, it's, their fatalities are very rare really yeah that's oh, yeah. good that is good yeah uh, I mean it's still bullfighting it's still bullfighting, but it's unusual bullfighting because yeah. bull, it should call it bulls fighting. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs>
1: well,
0: uh, Sarajevo. Um, when I think of Sarajevo, I think of a big incident. What, what's the first thing that comes to mind for you guys, Sarajevo? The shooting Fans of Archie. Cho- or
2: yeah. Yeah. or the, um, the ice skating with Torval and Dean. Oh. Now, the Bolero that was in Sarajevo okay I think.
0: right but did you know that um, so Archduke Ferdinand obviously assassinated there but there was a previous assassination attempt on him was it mm-hmm. to do with ice skating um, someone threw an ice skate at him yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, no it was someone threw a lip bomb at his car he saw it coming and he battered it away with his hand <laughs> and, and it exploded
3: how- in the street wow and that's how volleyball was invented <laughs> In fact, for the first 30 years, volleyball was only played with lit bombs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, that is the guy, who's bombed, the guy who threw it, Kabrinovich, to avoid capture after doing that. He swallowed a cyanide capsule and threw himself into the river. But at the time, the river was 10 centimetres deep. And so oh within no. seconds, he was pulled out by policemen and <laughs> <said> sent to jail. <laughs>
0: We are actually approaching the end oh, of the match. So, so, much so good stuff. if oh, well, quickly get in, injury time. Okay, Go. here's something
2: police chiefs in Bosnia have spent 70,000 pounds buying 1,300 pairs of new shoes and boots for their officers from an outfitter's that only supplies footwear for bodies to wear in coffins. Wow, oh. yeah, and the police aren't very happy about this. Officers complain that the shoes that were never meant to be walked in fell apart after just a few hours on the beat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: of course <laughs> that's lovely Why not? Uh, anyone else anyone I have an else? extremely
1: quick fact yeah. so at the 1984 Winter Olympics that took place in Sarajevo at the opening ceremony they raised the Olympic flag upside down Oh. awkward <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> awkward
0: oh my days that is the end of the match can't believe it so quick what a great one um, before we find out who won today's match, though, we are going to quickly find out the answers to that visitengland.com quiz that we did earlier. And the answers and questions, uh, and the answers are James. Okay, in
2: 1348, the Scots invaded northern England, sensing weakness because England was suffering from the plague. The Scots arrived, caught the plague, went back, and killed <laughs> half of their own population. Oh! No.
3: <laughs> Oh my God! That is an own goal. Yeah. Crafty old
2: England. They should not have visited England, but <laughs> you should.
3: Uh, Andy, question number two. My question was what? My question was what lined the south and east coasts of England in the summer of 1976? And the answer is ladybirds. It was. It's called the Ladybird Explosion of 1976. There was just the perfect conditions for them the year before, and then billions and billions rose out of the ground all across the country and moved south looking for food. And 400 miles of tide line consisted of little but solid ladybirds. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Okay, Anna, last question.
1: Yeah, my question was which English writer made the first known reference to potato chips and it was Dickens in A Tale of Two Cities. He mentioned husky chips of potato fried with some reluctant drops of oil. Wow. Wow. There you go all
0: right so that's the uh, that's all the answers to our quiz questions if you got them right congratulations there are no prizes however <laughs> if you do want a prize of some sort you can head over to visitengland.com where they're running a competition where you could go in to win some qi goodies including a book which will be personally signed to you by andy murray um with any dedication that you want literally um,
3: any- i will write anything he will write
0: anything yeah. there's also hats and i think t-shirts <laughs> and so on anyway we need to find
3: out who won today's match so who do you think did best today i love uh, the nollywood stuff so i would say nigeria
0: yeah i like nigeria as well mm. all right nigeria well done you make it through to the next round of the international factball competition if you want to ask any of us on this podcast about the things we were talking about maybe dispute the winner uh we can be reached on our twitter handles uh i'm on at schreiberland james at egg shaped andy at andrew hunter m and anna
1: you can get me on at Wikipedia. The QI Twitter feed.
0: But you can also join the hashtag get Anna on Twitter campaign. Oh, uh, which is picking up a lot of energy in this office. Um <laughs> Okay, that's uh, that's it for this match. Um if you wanna join us again tomorrow, we're gonna be doing this again with another bout of two giants in the world of factball and it is James. Definitely giants. It's the USA
2: versus Russia. Oh my days. That we will be a good one.
0: Okay, alright. We'll see you again tomorrow for that match. Thanks for listening, everyone. Goodbye.